Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Dirt and Sprague. I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the, sh- I don't watch the news. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Because I'm a kid and apparently every time, apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour during this break here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Hope your Wednesday mornings are going great. We will talk to Adam Friedman of Rivals coming up here in about 10 minutes. It is signing day part two. And uh, there's some growing optimism in Eugene that they're going to have a big day, but nothing is confirmed yet. So we'll talk to Adam about that in about 10 minutes. Statter story coming up in the final hour as well. I'm not going to have enough time to get into all the things that I want to get to in this hour at radio. Uh huh. Did you see there was a 21-year-old JV basketball coach that dressed as a player and dominated JV basketball? Uh, 22. She was 22? Okay. And uh, yes, I did see this video. Is that not the dream? That's the dream. That'd be so fun to do. Somebody said, you better put this in your Dos Minutos. Dos Minutos is tomorrow, it's right? tomorrow, 630. Okay. Or 630. Yeah. Uh, I did see this, and I don't know how anybody didn't realize that that <laughs> was a grown-ass woman clearly playing amongst children. And yes, this would be fun. What's, it would be so fun. Let me let me ask you this because I've I've been seeing these kids more and more. My nephew, he's at this like AAU age, right? So I get to these AAU tournaments. There are kids on his team that are like my height. They're bigger. What's the age you think you, if you could fool somebody, what's the age <laughs> of the kid that you could play against where you think you would look like she did, where you just kind of go out there and. Dominate. I mean, at this point in my athletic capacity, unless I'm entering a golf tournament or something, right? Uh, it would probably have to be the JV level of high school. If you put me in the JV level of high school, I think I could dominate. Really? I think so. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if you would. I think I, varsity. There's kids. Kids are big nowadays, and I I don't want yes. anything, I don't want anything to do with that. But you give me against like some 
15-year-old sophomore snot-nosed wow. brat. Dude, I'd take him down low, take him to the paint. I'd, I'd, I would be the Aaron Rodgers of JV football. I would dominate. I got to be honest. I thought you were going to go seventh grade. <laughs> I thought the way I tee that up, you'd go middle school for sure. I JV, mean, we all got a little optimism in ourselves, right? I mean, JV is, I mean, that's sophomore, junior, sometimes a freshman or two. Like, yeah, bring it on, kids. You think you're beating those kids, huh? Yeah, there was a 22, 23-year-old, however she was. She played in a JV basketball game. She was, I believe, a coach. An assistant an coach. An assistant coach, and one of the kids couldn't make it to the game. She was out of town. <laughs> so she just impersonated the kid that yes. couldn't make it, put on the uniform and just went out there and was Wilt Chamberlain. And there's video of her. She's like driving to the Cubs. She's getting and one. shots away at the, at the rim. It's incredible, man. I she looks it. like she's six foot. The kids are like five, five. It just... She has a at one moment she has a, a lay in and she gets the foul and it's an and one and she does the finger and one yeah <laughs> walking back to the free throw line you know how ballsy it is to be that much older than your opponent know that you're doing something illegal and go out there and still be like and one <laughs> or flexing or talking a little trash right. you think if you're doing something illegal you would just be like let's be humble act like you've been there before don't bring extra attention to yourself instead of like swatting shots and going matumbo finger wag i kind of i kind of want to do this our boss wants us to do more online content i kind of want to now create with a camera i want to take you to one of my nephew's open 24-hour fitness <laughs> runs and watch you line up it's why i don't you missed it because you take a million pee breaks a show how old's your nephew uh, he's turning 14, turning 14 in okay. June. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, uh, dirt says, <laughs> or no, he's 14 now. Okay. No. Yeah. He's going to turn 14. Cause he's going, he's gonna be a freshman next year. Okay. Eighth grader right now. Eighth grader right now. Dirt says he could dominate the JV level of high school basketball. Are you buying that? Or does it need to be younger for dirt to dominate? There's some scrawny high, like no. high sure school. There's I don't know. Dominate. I'd have to see your game. I mean, I, I haven't shot a basketball in like 10 years, yeah. so you'd have to give me some ramp-up well, time. You're not here. really, you're not offering a lot of confidence <laughs> now. I mean. Well, can we pick it? Can I go football? Can I dominate JV football? Ooh, see, I actually think that'd be more risky see, for I, you. Oh, I don't think so. You think no, you take JV, some hits? Oh, JV kids JV could bring me got, down, dude. No, I would run those kids over. Really? I would steamroll yeah. them. I think we're missing. I can squat 350 pounds, damn it. Are we misconstruing freshman team versus JV? Are we doing that in our heads? Because JV kids, some of those are good enough to play varsity. Yeah, I think we're... Uh, no, if they're good enough to play varsity these days, they're playing varsity. Unless you're at one of the top top programs that can stack kids yeah jv but, ba- yeah if no. you go to like a cleveland jv football game but like I mean, you play against westland's jv football team. well that's yeah state champs might be a little, different. Be a little different you gotta go run in the middle don't give me the best in the state why anthony, do i gotta play the champs anthony newman would be <laughs> licking his chops to coach against you playing i want i want your average run of the mill pil jv football team sure that's that's what i'm envisioning grant. in my head grant sure is Grant average? I, I don't d- know. Uh, no, Grant's one of the better PIL schools. Okay. But that's fine. Franklin. Franklin Frank, sure, Franklin. Franklin's are they still right Franklin or are they something know. different now? I think they changed their mascot. Okay. I don't know what they are. I don't they know what they are. They're now. Not, they were the Quakers, right? They and were. The, and they got a. Timberwolves, right? Maybe. The uh, Eagle Hawks. Sure. Yeah. They built a new school, and it's beautiful. They did. It's gorgeous. And I would dominate their JV football team. Really? I think so, yeah. I'm going to put that so. as a poker. What's, what's the definition for you in football? <laughs> dominate. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't tackle me. Two tutties. More, oh, more than two tutties. Come 100 on, yards on the ground. I mean, the only thing that would hold me down is probably my teammates. 
I don't know if they're I don't know if they're skilled enough to keep up with what I'm bringing to the table. So that's the only that's that would be the only problem I have. <laughs> You're gonna say the only thing that let me down maybe the old noodle. Oh no, the noodle's good. The noodle's warmed up. The noodle's good. Oh, I'm throwing balls to the dog every day, baby. Really? Oh yeah, the shoulders hanging in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that as a poll question. Would Dirt <laughs> dominate the Franklin JV football team? <laughs> Revisiting the old rival too. If he got the pads and put them on right now and again. Somebody said Dirt would fit in height wise against sixth graders. Come on! Wow. Come on! Wow. Low blow. That is well. I mean, well, t- yeah. it is a literally a low blow. Low blow. Yeah. Uh, Franklin Lightning. People are texting. Him. Oh, the Lightning. That's the lightning. what it was. Yeah. Thank you. Let me ask you this before we get to some rival stuff. Um, <laughs> who had a worse day on Twitter? I have two NFC East defensive linemen that I would like to bring to your uh, to the court here. Uh, first up is Kayvon Thibodeau, who tweeted during the NFC Championship game. This is so bad, I think we could beat the 49ers. That then got him into a back and forth with Joe Staley, bragging that he doesn't know who Joe Staley is. Which then brought Michael Strahan in to body Joe Staley, who was bodying Kayvon. (laughs) Kayvon's been... He's an absolute troll now on Twitter. He is, and look, hey, I, you know, you always support your own, but this one's this one's going to be complicated. I could already tell. There's times that I'm going to want to turn the cheek and act like, you know, I don't want to claim him right now. He's becoming Dylan Brooks. It's becoming a little Dylan Brooksy, <laughs> no doubt. He just he celebrated when Matt Ryan was laying on the ground and couldn't move. That was the whole thing. I don't know I who don't Jeff think Saturday he is. Knew Ryan I know. Was, I know. Or Foles. I didn't think. I don't think he knew Foles. Or Foles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foles. Looking sorry. like he had a seizure on the ground. So there was that defensive lineman from the NFC East. Then you had a defensive lineman from the NFC. Saying, go win a Super Bowl for our division. And I don't know if you saw this. That was Micah Parsons. Oh. Telling Lane Johnson, go win it for the NFC East. Cowboy fan does not like that. Cowboy fan hates the Eagles. Eagles hate the Cowboys. Like, this isn't an SEC thing. That's nobody gives you divisional brag. Like, the 49ers didn't get a boost because the Rams won a Super Bowl last year. That's not how this works. And he has been trolled. Rightfully so, he said. Definitely not playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you're definitely not playing like you're. You are aren't healthier with a torn go- a groin. Go win a Super Bowl for our division. What's more embarrassing? Um, well, it's f- okay. It, I think it's got to be Michael. I think I got to go with Michael Parsons. Okay, here. good. I'm. You know, I'm. Yes. I'm glad like, you that's answered bad, that. Dude, yes. That's bad. You're right. That is bad. That's not good for your hey, fans. What does Dirt say about the Pac-12 <laughs> and bowl games? Well, college football is totally different. Why? Because our TV deals are tied to the success back of the conference. It's like the the success of the conference. We are all on, a, on the same boat, rising and sinking together. And the NFC, the NFC, East, but you're not. You're rising, and people are sinking right now. Well, no, the the whole argument is that like Clemson has propped up the ACC. The ACC sure. gets a better thought nationwide because Clemson has won national titles. It's dumb. The ACC sucks, but they get it because Clemson has won. There's nothing that's individually tied to divisions in football. The what? NFC East doesn't negotiate their own TV deal. But what has Clemson winning done for? Boston College, I mean financially nothing because their their nothing. commissioner locked him into a terrible deal. Yeah, I, I know, but to your point, college being different, I see what you're saying. But like when you're a bad program, none of that stuff you just cited matters. It hasn't mattered for Arizona State in four years. <laughs> what Oregon's success rate has been, it doesn't matter at all because they're floundering. So I I I find that interesting. You chose that because I instantly thought I remember when he said. Back you, Dub. If you, Dub gets there, back Oregon. You're always asking people to back Oregon, back the pack. When Oregon's in one of these big games, and you're always surprised and almost upset when Husky or Beaver fan tells you to <laughs> f off. And now you're like, how embarrassing is this? Support the conference, man. Come on. Uh, I think it's. I think it's actually Kayvon. 
Look, Micah Parsons cheering on his rival that the fans hate. I get it. It's not great. Kayvon openly saying, I think we're better. The Niners would yeah. smoke the Giants if they played. Made you look like it. I mean, they had they didn't have somebody who could attempt a forward pass. Like, that's why they got blown out in the game. You got blown here. out because yes. you weren't a good team. The Giants were fraudulent. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Daniel Jones was upright the entire game. Well, not really because he got sacked a couple times. But he finished the game. He was healthy. He could throw the football. Um, so there you go. I, a couple of embarrassing things from Micah Parsons and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, Micah Parsons rooting on the Philadelphia Eagles in the uh, Super Bowl. That'll go over well, I'm sure, for all Cowboy fans. Let's talk a little signing day. It's signing day part two. Speaking of the Ducks, will you be backing them next year in the playoffs because they landed another five-star <laughs> recruit today? Adam Freeman of Rivals is going to hop on. Talk some signing day next. on the. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey all right, it's National Signing Day Part D, and uh, let's talk about it because there could be some big news here locally in the Northwest. Joining us now is Adam Friedman of Rivals.com, National Recruiting Analyst at Rivals Friedman on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Adam, good morning to you, man. Thanks for hopping on on short notice and uh, previewing what's going to happen today. So we see a future cast this morning of a certain five-star prospect committing to Oregon. What do we know? What are we hearing? Who's the player? And uh, when, is, when are we going to find out officially when the announcement is going to be made? 
Yeah, so, of course, we're talking about uh, five-star athlete, uh, tight end, really, uh, Nicholas Harbour. Uh, he's a flex tight end, uh, a guy who is virtually unguardable in man coverage. Six foot five, 230 pounds, has legitimate Olympian-type speed, uh, has some of the best track times in the country for high school players. And, uh, you know, we're looking at possibly him signing with Oregon today. Uh, he's announcing around 1 o'clock or so on ESPN this afternoon. And I'll be there for the announcement. Um, you know, there, South Carolina and Oregon have been going back and forth over the last 24 hours. Just a couple of minutes ago, I heard that South Carolina may not be dead just yet. So, um, you know, my, I reserve the right to change my future cast <laughs> here as I learn more. But um, as of this morning, uh, it, all signs were pointing to Oregon. Um, right now, South Carolina has regained a little bit of their pulse. So, uh, keep an eye on this recruitment as we get closer to his announcement. Adam, how big is the track element for Oregon in terms of getting him to maybe flip and, and choose the Ducks today? Again, we don't know. Maybe, to your point, he chooses South Carolina late. But how big was the track element for him and, and wanting to come to Eugene not to just play football but to maybe go be a track stud? Yeah, I mean, that's a huge part of it. I mean, this guy could legitimately be in the Olympics uh, in, in a very few, very short time. Uh, Oregon's history with their track program is is outstanding. Everybody knows about it. South Carolina, though, also has a pretty good track program, and he has a strong relationship with the head track coach there. Um, so it is it is a big factor in his recruitment. I imagine the exposure as well is, is something that's being talked about in the room a lot. So we'll have to see which uh, which element wins out here as we come down to the very very end. We're talking literally maybe two hours or so until he announces. Gotta love gotta love recruiting. Gotta love signing day, right? It always comes down to the wire for some of these guys. Uh, you mentioned him as an unguardable tight end. I think you know most outlets I believe have him listed as an athlete. Is it is it a foregone conclusion in your mind that wherever he ends up going, he is playing offense at the college level, or do you think there's something there maybe as an edge rusher? I think he'll start out as an as a tight end receiver. He doesn't have a whole lot of experience blocking. He's going to be more about that flex tight end, uh, really create some some tough matchups for defenses. Uh, and if it doesn't work out there, he'll switch over to the defensive side of the ball and could become an All-American. You know, uh, it just could end up that way. He is so fast off the line of scrimmage. He racks up du- double-digit sacks year after year in high school. Um, you know, he's he's just so hard for any offensive lineman to catch up to. And uh, he can chase plays down from the backside. So um, I expect him to be a success on the field wherever he ends up. As long as he stays focused on football, he could make it to the NFL uh, in three, four years if he wants, uh, or he could run in the Olympics, uh, you know, in a couple of years too. So uh, if the, the future is very bright for Nicholas Harbour. Yeah. Adam, what do you make of, of what Dan Lanning's been doing here? We were talking about during one of our breaks. I think Mario's highest recruiting class ever at Oregon was seven, and I know Miami's in a really good position right now, but this may put Oregon past even Miami what have you made of Dan Lanning's arrival in Eugene and what he's already done on the recruiting trail? Yeah, it's pretty spectacular the way he's been able to hit the ground running and, and just so quickly get the Ducks into contention for some of these top-end prospects. Of course, in the early signing period, he made some big splashes with Mateo Uyunglele, uh, Austin Novosad, um, you know, Dalen Austin getting him on board, Jaden Limar, you know, 
Solomon Davis, the list kind of goes on there. The whole Peyton Bowen saga was, you know, if, if nothing but very exciting. Um, and it speaks to the, the level of impact uh, Coach Lanning has had already on the recruiting trail. And uh, possibly ending with Harbor here is, is just, wow. Uh, it's really, really impressive stuff. Um, and you look at what Oregon's been able to do historically on the recruiting trail. I mean, they've had some top five classes over the years. The last top five class for Oregon was in 2001 on rivals um, and ten, top 10 classes the two years before that. They're definitely going to finish with a top 10 class this year, I think. And, um, you know, if, I don't know if they'll push for a top five class this year, but two five stars in the same class is something that's only been done a couple of times for Oregon. So, yeah. uh, something to to really tip your hat to. And one other player I know that people are keeping their eye on today, we're talking with Adam uh, Friedman of, of Rivals, at Rivals Friedman on, on Twitter, is Roderick Pleasant, a four-star corner, I believe. Um, what, what, what do we know? When's his announcement? Who is he down to? And is, are there any other players outside of that that Oregon fans should keep an eye on today? Yeah, uh, Roderick is, is announcing later on today, 2 p.m. Eastern, I believe is, is what time it is. Uh, and I expect him to choose either USC or Oregon. It's kind of gone back and forth there. Um, we'll have to see which way the track star ends up picking you. And, you know, talk about how fast uh, Nick Harbor is. Ryder Pleasant is right up there, maybe even faster in a couple of events. So, um, you know, look for Oregon to continue to try to add speed all over the field there. But that's really the, the two uh, the two schools I would keep an eye on for Pleasant, uh, Oregon and USC. Well, Dirt, I, I know it hurts to say this, but me and Adam, we've been texting for years, and he told me not too long ago he thinks Oregon State's going to win the conference. But that being said, we don't need to talk about Adam's opinion there. Um, <laughs> What, what, do, what do you make of, of what the conference has done and what the conference looks like going into next year? I, I, I know the recruiting side is a part of this story, and Jaden Rashada reportedly is committing. He just committed to Arizona State, so now we've got Shador Sanders. You've got Jaden Rashada. DJ's coming to this conference. There's going to be some new quarterbacks along with the Michael Penix, Bo Nix. Um, uh, Cam Rising is returning as well. Caleb Williams, obviously, down at USC. Uh, what do you make, Dante Moore at UCLA? What do you make of this conference right now at the quarterback position? Yeah, it is the best quarterback, the the best conference for quarterbacks in the entire country. I mean, if you want uh, a quarterback and you're in the NFL, you want to look at the Pac-12. You've, my guy, um, you've got uh, Caleb Williams over there, who's you know from the D.C. area who I covered for four years while he was in high school. Um, you've got you know all the guys that you just mentioned. It's going to be a pass happy league, some high level arms in this in this conference and uh, guys who we're going to see end up at the very top of the NFL draft over the next few years. It's going to be exciting to see uh, what what happens with the battle in the MLA, uh, what happens in Oregon with Oregon, Oregon State, those two quarterbacks going head to head. And then, you know, you can't you can't not look at or at Colorado with Coach Prime and everything he's able to do there. It's really impressive to see how he's able to kind of flip that program and get a lot of eyeballs on them. If I was to ask you, Adam, right now, who you would maybe lean to, to win the conference, I know it's a prediction that could drastically change in the summer for you, but if I was to ask you right now, who would you pick? Um, right now, I'd probably go with uh, I'd probably go with USC just because of how many playmakers they're bringing in on not just the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball, and how special we've seen Caleb Williams be over the last year, year and a half. Uh, at least in college and over you know four years before that in high school, I saw him be, you know, the, one of the most special players I've ever seen. So uh, I'd have to, you know, stick with uh, USC for right now, but uh, we'll see what happens after the next transfer portal window and uh, how <laughs> spring practices go and, and all that. 
Yeah, you get you get a lot of a lot of overhauling rosters in a pretty short amount of time. It's kind of a fun era of college football. Adam Freeman, Rivals.com, National Recruiting Analyst, at Rivals Freeman on Twitter. Go give him a follow. I'm sure you're busier in hell today, man. So thanks for taking a couple of minutes for us, updating on what's going on here for Oregon fans and what they have to keep an eye out. And hopefully we can do this again soon. Thanks, man. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Adam Friedman of Rivals.com. So he said Nicholas Harbor right now, uh, he put in a prediction, as is, uh, have others, Steve Wolfong at 24-7, put in a prediction for Harbor to go to Oregon. He is saying that South Carolina is not out of it. I'm sure there are joint uh, or phone calls going back and forth about potential amounts and how much it's going to cost to get this thing done. I'm sure there's all sorts of last-second haggling that's taking place. Uh, for those who don't know who uh, Nicholas Harbor is, he is the number one athlete in the country. He's the, depending on the site you look at and the composite, he's a top 20 player in the country, Six foot five, 230 pounds, tight end, edge rusher. A listener points out, and I think it's a great point, like, if he's if he has track aspirations, probably going to end up being on the offensive side of the ball. Sure, because if you want to bulk up to be a defensive end, that's yeah. going to take away your your track speed. And he is he does have track Olympic type of speed. So uh, an outside kind of you know think of Darnell Washington at Georgia and his big ass running <laughs> running routes at tight end. Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting potentially no matter where he ends up going. Big get for the Ducks, man, and and Would nice big one. Nice to kind of understand the position because I we said earlier I'm like I was a kid not going to be an edge rusher. But again, to the Olympic aspirations. Hey, you got to stay slim. Hey, having a stud tight end, as you mentioned there in Georgia, they've got one. Or hell, if he's good enough to slip him out at wide receiver, imagine a Bo Nix or any other quarterback just being able to throw a ball to a 6-5 target. I mean, good luck to the defense on that one. Somebody texted in, bags of money being delivered right now. Another one I'm excited for UO to have their greatest recruiting class and lose the Civil War again next year. <laughs> ah, let the trash talk begin, baby. I love it. It's always fun to talk some college football. So we'll keep an eye on the Harbor and Roderick Pleasant is the other one. He's a four-star corner deciding between Oregon and USC. Both those happening a little bit later on here this afternoon. Let's get to your favorite segment's favorite segment. A little delayed this week. It is Statter Story Time. That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at average, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. 
Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080. Come on, don't miss. The Fan. That's right, folks. Saturday story time. We'll get to uh, the Blazers. Close up the show today. They're in Memphis tonight. Sprague uh, thinks the Grizzlies are villains. Excited to watch this one. <clears throat> Am I alone in that? Like, uh, No, I don't think you are. I think a lot of people agree with you. No, they can be a little salty. How many in a row the Blazers lost on the road? Eight. Eight in a row. Their last home or road win was December 17th in Houston. Oh, Stat. Stat. Well, I'm going to go stat. <laughs> stat. Stat on that one. Final answer. <clears throat> and uh, if you missed it in the last segment, Sprague did mention during the interview. Uh, big news in the Pac-12, Jaden Rashada has committed to Arizona State. If you don't remember him, he was the kid that committed to Miami and then decommitted and committed to Florida and then signed with Florida. And then the check didn't clear and he asked out for his letter of intent, got his letter of intent release, and now is committed to ASU. Rashada, Moore, Shadur Sanders, Cam Rising. It's great. Penix, Knicks, DJ, yeah. uh, Cam Ward. Have fun playing in Indiana, USC. Pac-12 is looking great right now. And enjoy that visit to Bloomington in December. Caleb Williams, my God, man. I'm sure your volleyball team's going to love flying to Rutgers in January. The only program we don't know the qu- the quarterback of is Cal? Cal. Stan- does Stanford have a quarterback? Oh, and Stanford. Cal- but nobody, I mean, but we know 10 of the 12. Nobody cares. <laughs> They're going to suck. <laughs> uh, all right, what do we got today, Swag? Uh, well, as you could imagine, uh, Tom Brady will be featured in t- today's stat or story. You said you didn't care. <laughs> you both said this morning you didn't care. Uh, I know. We're going to put a some odd uh, statistical okay. uh, things. See how much he paid attention to the last two and a half decades of Tom Brady. Ah, okay. How many uh, Super Bowls did Vinatieri win him? Two. Your Stat. first number is 65. His age. Is it the amount of receiving yards Tom Brady had in his NFL career? Or is it the minimum percentage of cocoa solids that must be present for chocolate to be labeled dark chocolate and it is National Dark Chocolate Day? Oh, this is a story. You feel very confident in that answer. Remember the Super Bowl? A guy that drops that pass ain't getting 65 receiving yards. Story. They also tried, remember, in Germany this year. Didn't they get picked? Same thing. Didn't they thing. try and throw to him and he got picked off, I think? Uh, I I remember correctly. Something that to that effect, yeah. That was like the only good play Seattle had in that game? Yeah. I'm going to go stat. It is a stat. Damn it. In his NFL career, he had three catches for 65 yards. Look at that. That's a good chunk. Good chunk per catch. That's good yak. Yeah. Uh, No, today is National Dark Chocolate Day. Dark chocolate contains a minimum of 50% cocoa solids, cocoa butter, and sugar. Uh, Anything over 90% is considered bittersweet or baking chocolate. And then uh, from 10 to 15% cocoa solids, cocoa butter, milk in some form, and sugar makes up milk chocolate. I love dark chocolate. I do, too. <laughs> it's supposed to be good for you, right? You get more of the say? antioxidants yeah. in there. It's good yeah, for you. Stock them up. The amount I eat when I eat it is not healthy for me. <laughs> I'm a oh, milk see, chocolate you, guy over dark If you chocolate. get good dark chocolate, you just need like a chunk. Yeah. You just take a chunk a little bite. after you're done with dinner. A little nibble. Sit there. It's the IPA of the chocolate world. It goes it's, it goes great with a nice glass of red wine. It's it fantastic. does. I've never done that. You should. You should, man. 
I'm not a drink big wine guy. I told you guys this. I need to become a wino. You're getting old. That's yeah. what we do in old age. I'm not drinking. Uh, can I tell you, I think the most underrated commercial on TV right now is David Putty selling me wine and football. Oh, that, <laughs> that one cracks me up every time. Yeah. So like, this could be a little complicated. by the fat. <laughs> you want to watch the Broncos yeah. and enjoy a nice Pinot Gris. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. How I know I've watched ball. too much playoff football. <laughs> How I know. I'm walking around my house now cleaning. BK, have it your way. <laughs> that song, that jingle. That Mexican chicken sandwich looks absolutely awful, by the way. Have you had their chicken sandwich, the long The marinara, the Italian sandwich? one's fantastic. Dude, that's one of their best sandwiches is that long chicken sandwich. I haven't been to a Burger King in a long time. Not but, out of, uh, like, disliking Burger King. I just have, I don't know. I can't is there not the one time. near you? I, I mean, a lot of it's is. just what's around you. Very true. Yeah, it's been the, a long time. The, the Whopper and the chicken sando, about the only things I'll eat at that place. I'm a big Whopper guy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The Italian Whopper. chicken sandwich is quite tasty. I'm that Mexican one looks nasty with, like, deep-fried jalapenos or whatever. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, your next number, 1876. 1876. Is it the total number of postseason passes mm. Tom Brady attempted during his NFL career? Or the year you were born? <laughs> Why are you jackass? <laughs> I actually blame my dad for that. <laughs> or is it the year the dessert known as Baked Alaska received its name today, also National Baked Alaska Day? I listen to uh, a podcast once in a while, and it like it's like an OPB NPR type style podcast. With, yeah. Hi, the delicious dish. Yeah, the way they talk. And I heard something the other day, and I was so mad I was in my car and not on the radio. Because it, it was a joke for you. And it was describing a scene from the 1700s when they heard cobblestones being, you know, horses walking on cobblestone. And I was like, oh, man, that'd be a funny thing to say. Swag, what was that sound like to hear all the time? But I was in my car all alone. So I just laughed by myself. You do that often, don't you? I do, yeah. Okay. Thought it, bubble. Hey, that was a good joke. Uh, this is the only one that gets to enjoy it right now. I didn't hear any of that, so I'm just going to go story. I'm going to go... I, I feel like I usually would guess story because it feels like too high of a number. But you're looking at about... I mean, what is an average quarterback attempt per year? Like 500 passing attempts, give or take? No, this is his postseason. I know, I know. Oh. I'm trying to do math in my head here. So, I mean, he's played I don't in... I if we have enough show left. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, what, 20 years, you're playing two, three playoff games essentially every year, sometimes four. If you average it out to three playoff games a year, you're at about 60-plus playoff games. I think you can get to 1,800 attempts. I'm going to go stab. It's a story. Yes! 1,921 passing ah, attempts for close. Tom Brady close. in his postseason career. All that math, and you got wrong. That was a lot of math. I'm proud <laughs> of that work, though. I showed my work. that was. <laughs> yeah, how many playoff games has he played in? Did you get credit for showing your work? I think you should. Half point. Give me half point. Career. If I if the process to get there is right and I just miscalculate the final answer, I should get the I should get a half a point. But if the pro- give me a quarter of a point. I know how to work the system. I know how to do the math. But if the process is wrong, you shouldn't get any credit for the process. Uh, he played in forty eight postseason games, That's a thirty five really? and thirteen record. Doesn't it feel like so? Well, much they more? were the number like one seed so many times yeah. they didn't have to play a wild card game. Very so true. yes, he was twelve hundred for nineteen twenty one, a sixty two and a half completion percentage. Uh, no, Baked Alaska 
uh, is a uh, a dessert uh, consisting of ice cream put in a pie dish lined with slices of sponge cake mm. and then topped with meringue. It's very intricate because then you you bake the meringue so it's hard on the outside, but you have to be so precise so you don't melt the ice cream on the inside. Ah. It's quite the thing. Okay. Uh, and so it received its name in 1876. Uh, the restaurant in New York City is Delmonico's. It honored the acquisition of the United by the United States of Alaska from the Russian Empire in March of 1867. That sounds like a delicious dessert. Yeah, you. That's one you get in a restaurant. Uh, I, I would never try to attempt no. to make this at home. No. no, that sounds way too complicated. Yeah, this is, you need an experienced pastry chef. I would, yeah. like, if I was going to go, and if a restaurant said, hey, this is our specialty, we have baked Alaska, then you're pretty certain that it's going to be good. Right. So, so there's that one. All right. Tomorrow is Groundhog Day. Your final number is 33. Is it the number of wins Tom Brady had against the Buffalo Bills during his career, the team he beat the most in the NFL? It was the Bills, really? Well, it was a division opponent. I know. I, more than the Jets, I guess. Or I guess the Jets were good for a couple years. is it the percentage of times Punxsutawney Phil has accurately predicted the coming weather over the past 135 years? So what did he play, 18 years in New England? How long was he in New England for? 17 years? 17, right, because this was year 20, and he was this in was Tampa. His 23rd season. Oh, okay, so 20. It was 20 years in New England and three in Tampa. Okay, so you got 40 shots, but he missed, I mean, he missed a game, a couple of games uh, the year he got hurt in week one, so well, that's you take two away. Two. So that's 38 total games. So he would have to be 33-5 and five against Buffalo. Buffalo was pretty bad for a large stretch of that time. They were. They went into the crapper. 33-5. and five. Yeah. By the way, I know you, you might tell us, was he was he right last year, his prediction, that groundhog? Puxatani Phil? Do you know if his prediction was right last year? I, Not for us. We got I don't rain think it was correct. It didn't. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go story because that, that groundhog is an idiot and yeah. 33% is pretty low. And so I'm, I'm 43. 43? I thought it was 33. The 33. 33. 33. Yeah, I'm going to go story. Yeah, that feels a little low. I'm, I'm going to say it's. I'm going to go dirt logic, a little higher. I'm going to go stat. It is a stat. Uh, Brady was 33 and three in his career against the Bills in 36 games. They beat him three times in nearly two decades. Yes. Do me a favor. Uh, he Dear beat the Jets. God, Bills. He was 30 and seven against the Jets. The Dolphins had his number. He was only 24 and 12 against the they, Dolphins. They could never win in Miami. Yeah, it was a Miami problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look at the Bills quarterbacks, and you get back to me and go, yeah, that explains <laughs> it. The Bills had some truly awful quarterbacks. I mean, I did forget that they had a. I think the entire time Tom Brady was their starting quarterback, they didn't make the playoffs. I t- I forgot about that. Yeah, like Fitzmagic was one of their best quarterbacks in that run. The last They made the playoffs in 1999 and lost in the Music City Miracle. Yeah. And then they did not make it again until that um, game in Jacksonville in 2017. They had one of the longest playoff droughts in all the sports. The Music City Miracle broke them as a franchise. It did. That's pretty remarkable, though. That's that according, uh, according to Storm Facts Weather Almanac, uh, Punxsutawney Phil, 39% accurately predicting if, if spring is coming early or there's six more weeks of winter over so why are we doing 135 this years. Why are we doing this still? He's I have no wrong. idea. I mean, really. Some town in Pennsylvania can stay relevant. Yeah, to Gobbler's Knob up there in uh, Pennsylvania. Wait, excuse what? me? 
That's what it's... Did you not... You've seen... How many times have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? You didn't once. know it was Gobbler's Knob? I've seen it once. It's been a long time since I've seen Groundhog Day. No offense. Overrated movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you that. It's an overrated movie. <laughs> well, now I have to go back and rewatch it to rate it You're overrated or underrated. Me. Let me dupe a woman into falling in love with me 85 times until she finally does. Sounds like 50 first dates. <laughs> yeah, except not as funny. At least Sean Astin's in a see-through, you know, football shirt, making fun of himself with a lisp. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's probably been at least 10 years since I've seen Groundhog's Day. Long time. The last two years, he's predicted six more weeks of winter. Of course he has. It's not even a top five Bill Murray movie. Well, that's true. That's true. We got homework for tomorrow now. You are you you're objecting to my take? No, I'm saying there's a lot of Bill Murray movies. I need to go back and But like, it ain't in the top five. I mean it's not better than Ghostbusters. Or Ghostbusters. It's not better than Caddyshack. Not better than Caddyshack. Nope. Not better than Stripes. Uh, not better than Stripes. No. I will say I was never a big Scrooged guy. Love I didn't, Scrooge. See, I didn't like Scrooge. It's better than Wild Things? What else are we forgetting? Kingpin? Uh, uh, Kingpin. There was the one where he was the submarine captain that was a little offbeat. With, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, And it was awesome. Life Aquatic? Yes. That thing was hilarious. Underrated movie, that one. Uh, You got Lost in Translation. I like that one. You guys Royal Tannenbaums fans? I love the Royal Tannenbaums. I thought that was great. Yep. Yeah, see, you see, you're you're making my point as you read this more and more. Yeah, I'm going through it. It's just the only movie of that yeah. random holiday that we observe on but our But I think Groundhog Day might be one of his more quotable movies. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's a different thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, by like the 80th time of him living through the day again, you're kind of like, okay, like just get to the love interest thing and wrap this up. Yep. I get it. We know how this is going to go. You're stuck in a time loop. <laughs> you can't get out. You're trying to fall in love and dupe this girl. She doesn't love you most of the time. And you tend to blow it somehow, but at the very end, of course, you get the gal. You land the gal. That's yeah. how it's got to close. All right. There you go. Saturday story a little bit later than usual because of signing day, and we had Adam Freeman on from uh, Rivals at 8.15, so uh, we, we had to push it back, and it was delightful as always. The Blazers are back in action tonight. Some final signing day thoughts, a poll question. We'll wrap it up next on. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, now people are all fired up about Bill Murray movie takes. We're getting tweets, bad takes. I agree with most of your movie takes, but Groundhog Day is a top five Bill Murray movie. Ghostbusters, no way. Y'all need to rewatch it, apparently. I'll try and watch it today. What, Groundhog's Day? Yeah. I don't when think you watch it tomorrow because of the day? Well, I, leading up to it, I think. I could watch it tomorrow, too, I guess. Look, I'll, I'll just take the beginning of that tweet, and we'll move on. You agree with most of the takes? There's going to be some movie <laughs> takes we just differ on. I won't stand here for Ghostbusters slander. Yeah, that's kind of... Well, that, yeah, I, I mean, you can be higher on uh, uh, Groundhog sure. Day than we are. That's sure. fine. I will not stand for Ghostbusters yes. slander. Uh, a lot of people texting him, uh, what about Bob? Oh, what about Bob? What about Bob getting texted in quite I mean, a bit? the dude has an IMDb that's longer than most actors ever will. So you're texting in Space Jam. I, you know, hey. hey. Uh, you Who know. saved the day, though? He does save the day. He found his way to... 
Toontown or did. whatever they call that. <laughs> Tooneyville. Yeah. Looney Tunes. Uh, Zombie Land texted in. Those. I've, I've oh, even, he's got. But that's a bit cameo bit. But I, I mean, that's a those, great movie. I feel Space Jam and Zombie Land more as, as cameo kind of roles. And I, he was great in both of those. It's Bill Murray, but he had one as an uh, like an ornery, old, grouchy Jason Swigard type. Uh, with Melissa McCarthy. A couple years ago, I heard Saint it was Vincent. good. I never saw it. Was it good? It was fine. Yeah, okay. it was cool. He makes the neighbor kid like Noah's lawn while he drinks beer on a lawn chair kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, think of uh, Dennis the Menace without the hijinks and hilarity happening to the old guy. He basically just yells at him the whole time and <laughs> teaches him the rough parts of life and, you know, kind of becomes like a little father figure for him. Uh, here's your update on signing day as we sign off here in a couple of minutes for the day. Uh, we are awaiting word on a couple of prospects for Oregon. Jaden Rashada has committed to Arizona State, so the Pac-12 gets another big-time quarterback commit. He was the kid that had signed his letter of intent to go to Florida and then backed out uh, reportedly because the check didn't cash. And so he ends up in a Pac-12 uniform at Arizona State. That was a big deal. Uh, Nicholas Harbor, who is one of the best players in the country, a top-20 recruit in the country, uh, is it, he, people say he's leaning towards Oregon. No, nothing official yet. I think he's committing at some point in the next hour or two. And then Roderick Pleasant is the other one. That one is happening later on this afternoon. So a couple of guys to keep an eye on for signing day part two. But that's about it. Not much going on today. Yeah, I mean, I I tend not to care much about the signing day, but yeah. my team isn't getting a five-star stud athlete that's <laughs> maybe going to play tight end or edge rusher. So that would kind of explain it. Uh, your poll question results early on. Right now at 34 years old, would Dirt dominate Franklin High School JV football? <laughs> uh, dominate the Franklin J- uh, High School JV football team in a game? <laughs> 68% of you are saying no. and I, I think you're underselling how big some of these high school kids are. Not Yeah, JV. Varsity, yes. Varsity, I, I, I would get pushed around I'd a little bit. put JV on a, there. You I'm want a JV. JV. I see, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, JV, come on. I, I dominate. People are asking about my cardio level. To, to be a quarterback. That's another great fair question. If you're playing hoops, sure. I'm, I'm not playing both ways here. I'm not going safety and QB. I'm not a two-way guy. Say they kick off to you, your quarterback <laughs> for the team going against the JV. Yeah. Let's say that's a bad return. You're starting at the 10. You've got the cardio to play quarterback to go 90 yards and score you bet you're at i mean we got we got to lean on the run game a little bit here you know i'm not gonna do it all myself we got to be balanced as an offense you got to keep them on their toes see when you say you'll dominate i kind of <laughs> think you're also rushing the football you're lamar jackson things out there. i would kind of want to it would be like the uh, have you seen those mascot games where the mascots just lay out little kids <laughs> yeah. that's that's like what i'm playing that's in my dream. mind that's my dream just stiff arming some little 15 year old into the ground and running for a 20 yard gain the Braves mascot <laughs> is notorious for being the one that stiff arms the kids to the oh, ground he runs them over man and goes through it. I, you know, I want to believe I would dominate if I played against a certain level of high school. I might have to go freshman <laughs> to say that I could dominate. I'd have to go to a level where some of the kids have still not hit puberty. Yeah. And then even like the ones that have, they've got like the pubescent mustache, but they're not really like strong, strong yet, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Blazers back in action tonight. They are in Memphis. I agree with your take. I'll be. I'll let you know tomorrow how I feel. I haven't seen Memphis play much this year because has Portland played Memphis yet? We play Memphis. We have one game. I think maybe earlier this year at home against Memphis. I forget. It's kind of a blur. It's been a while, but we haven't been to Memphis yet. I don't believe. Uh, but they have not been great as of late, leaking a little bit of oil. They did win their last game. Blazers are five point underdogs. Four yeah. o'clock tip. How we feeling? I'm hammering the Grizzlies. Right. Uh, no Stephen Adams in this one, but the Blazers are not a good road team. And um, hope to God they don't get OG on Anobi. That Memphis doesn't get yeah. OG. They're sniffing around OG. They're twenty-one and three at home this year. They're better than you. Eleven and fifteen on the road. So a much better home team than road team. 
I, I tend to agree with you there. I think there's some value on that bet. Probably the over, too. I could see Memphis lighting them up. But uh, back in action at four, the Blazers are. Uh, that will do it for us, folks. If you missed the show, we went to Denver. Josh Dover give us an update on the Sean Payton hire. And then uh, Adam Friedman arrivals tomorrow. We have Chad Brown on the show, former Seahawk and Pittsburgh Steeler, at 7.30. Yeah. How about that? And then Friday. And Ken Barkley, by And Ken Barkley tomorrow at 8. And Friday, we're going to have K.J. Wright on the show. Good friend of the show. We've had him a few times, and uh, he's in his post-career now. And I think he's he could be good in the media. So I can't wait to talk to both those guys. There you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. At Dirt and Sprague and at 1080thefan on Twitter. We'll tweet it out as soon as we are done. Thanks for being a part of our Wednesday, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080thefan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.